You're listening to Transform Your Profits, the podcast for accountants who want to build a more profitable, successful, and impactful accounting firm. Your host is Reza Huda, a practice owner, mentor, and coach to accounting firm owners. Hi there, welcome to today's podcast, where I will be having a chat, an interview, a conversation with the amazing accountant that is Bev Flanagan of Mind Your Assets. Bev has a truly inspiring journey, which I'm sure you're going to learn a lot from. Uh, I am certainly fortunate to have worked with Bev over the last year or so and seeing the amazing successes that she has achieved in that short space of time. And we'll be talking about how she has trebled her average fees, uh, which is a phenomenal achievement. You probably see Bev pop up uh, everywhere on social these days. Uh, she has become very active. And uh, no doubt you will get uh, a lot of the takeaways from this. As always, if you enjoy the podcast, leave us a review on uh, iTunes. That would be much appreciated. And if you have any ideas of any other accountants doing great things that you would like me to interview and bring on the podcast, do let me know and I'll be sure to reach out for them. All right. Well, uh, enough uh, yakking from me. Let's get started with today's guest. Take care and I'll see you on the other side. Hello, everyone, and I'm pleased to have with me today someone that um, is truly, truly amazing, inspirational, and someone I've had a pleasure of working with over the last year or so. Welcome to you, Bev. Hello there, Bev. Flipping out, you're making me a bit embarrassed here, Reza. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and hi. Thank you. So today's session is uh, is with Bev. As you know, I do these uh, series of uh, of accountants live talking to accountants great accountants doing some great things so we can help each other we can take inspiration and motivation from other accountants who perhaps have been in your shoes uh, not so long ago uh, and by them talking about the things that they have done to get results means that you can absolutely do the same and we're very fortunate to have platforms like this where we can do this now we've got some great uh, uh, great community going on, on linkedin on facebook on youtube depending on where you're watching this and uh there's i think this is now series 19 or so so if you haven't already checked out the others they're all on the the youtube channel of mine or you can check out the podcast which is transform your profits for accountants on your favorite podcast app so enough yakking let's get on with it so to begin with this is all going to be about bev and how she has amazingly tripled her fees in less than 12 months i'm really excited to to hear bev talk about this but to begin with so any questions just far away put them in the uh comments section depending on where you're watching this and i will uh, as i see them i will fire them to bev so just to begin with bev give us a brief introduction about yourself and we'll just take it from there yeah, so as Reza said, I'm Beth Flanagan. Uh, my company's Mind Your Assets Accounts. We're actually based in Sheffield, uh, which is in South Yorkshire. Uh, we're 100% in the cloud. Um, I've run my business now for, I think I'm in the 14th year. Um, but even though I'm in my 14th year, I'm still learning like everybody is. Uh, always been in, in finance. My last employee job, I was uh, one, of, one of the financial controllers for a few of the Daily Mail companies. So, but yeah, loving working for myself um, and loving being part of this group. 
Fantastic, Bev. So talk to us, uh, go back in time to when you started. Why did you start your firm? Why did you start your practice? And what did you have in mind when you first started it in terms of the the service offering, the kind of clients that you're going to deal with, given your background was not from practice itself, but from uh, an industry background? Yeah, well, I didn't know what to expect, if I'm being totally honest with you. So when I said that I worked for the Daily Mail, yeah, I, like I said, I was one of the financial controllers there. <clears throat> we all, uh, I loved that job. It was absolutely amazing. It was brilliant. I had a really good team uh, around me. Um, I looked after a team of 14 people. Uh, I was the FC, there was the FD above me. Um, and the reason for leaving there was redundancy because at that time, I can't remember how many thousands it was of, excuse me, small little companies that the Daily Mail uh, and General Trust Group had underneath its wings at that time. It were were thousands. But we all did our own thing in our own own accounting software, in our own time. There were no cloud accounting software then. It was just literally all Sage Desktop. um, And uh, the head office in Derry Street in London needed to create a bit of uniformity and everybody adhere to the same deadlines, etc. So they created a massive shared accounting center in Leicester, Nothing wrong with Leicester, but I didn't want to relocate from Sheffield. Uh, so that's the reason why I got made redundant. It was a, it was a nice redundancy, if, if there is such a thing. Um, it was there for a good six months after that. Um, and just to make sure that everything everything went smoothly. But I remember, I always remember that exactly the day I can see it in my mind now that I sat down with my FD, who I still talk to to this very day. He's a lovely man. And I said to him, I think I might try and give it a go myself and have my own accounting practice and he said well why not just give it a go you know I've got a de- I had a decent redundancy package at the time um so paying myself wasn't an issue if that makes sense um and I thought I actually thought to myself look I'm going to give it a year if if it doesn't work I can easily just go back in and get another job touch wood 14 years later and so so sorry Reza, I've got to do this and now Yorkshire Accountant of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that I'd have to come in somewhere, didn't you? <laughs> you so, beat me to it, Bev. Obviously, I was going to... Oh, be I I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's glued to my side. But yeah, going back to what you said, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I knew mm. I'm quite an ambitious person. If I put my mind to something, I have to see it through. Uh, I, don't, I don't give up on things. Um, and yeah, 14 years later, I'm still here. Uh, yeah, I didn't come from practice, so that was totally new to me I sort of winged it along the way for the first few years the first few years I gained clients that were my friends uh, and people that also got made redundant from the Daily Mail that they started their own companies so so yeah I didn't have any systems or anything in place at the time because I didn't know what systems I needed I just literally like I said I just winged it and just did what I thought was best to do brilliant excellent so so how did you go about, you know, in the initial stages about, you know, finding clients and, uh, you know, pricing clients and what kind of clients did you go out for? What were you doing? And given that you didn't have any experience in practice, how did you learn how to do, you know, tax returns and year end accounts and stuff, which you probably wouldn't have encountered in your previous roles? Yeah. Um, so can't remember what the first thing you said was how did I get clients so I didn't I never I've never even to this day I've had to advertise it's always been word of mouth and referrals so once I started getting one client then it was like oh they're doing okay for me and they're talking to the mate down the pub or or, or at the school gates and oh Bev does my accounts and it, it just sort of started like that so mm-hmm. I never had to advertise and naturally I just started gaining clients um until I was at the point where I needed to take uh, staff on and there wasn't enough hours in the day but I didn't have 
I didn't have no plan. Going, I know this is rubbish and going back in hindsight, I would do this, but I, you can't change time. But it was just literally, I was just taking clients on. Uh, there was no, I, I didn't have any sort of niche marketing skills like I've got now. And I, I now mainly uh, deal with construction and trade clients. But then it was just taking anybody and everybody on. Pricing, what was that then? <laughs> like I said, I winged it. I would just literally... Uh, oh, I think that I should charge that. Right, I'll charge that. And that's how I did it for a few years, which I know now looking back was wrong. But like I said, you can't change things. And if I know what I know now, then I would totally redo it. But, you know, I've got to this point in time and I'm really happy where I am now. Um, but, but yeah, I, it, even if, and I always say this to people, I, I, I think I just get clients just for the sake of getting them. Well, we've got another client today. Even if I weren't making money on it, I'd still take the client on. For the sake of taking a client on which i know sounds bizarre but when you're inexperienced in being a business owner because i was really good at being a financial controller love that job knew it inside out but started my own business yep i can do the accounts but i ain't got a clue on pricing marketing sales you know all that so i just had to learn it along the way brilliant and so given your industry background did you kind of lead with looking after the clients, bookkeeping and providing management accounts and giving them a flavor of, uh, you know, having that kind of a high level support from a, from a quasi FC or an FD. Did you lead with that to get the clients that you did at the outset? No, I think I took it a step backwards, to be honest. At first, I didn't actually even do year end accounts. I was just promoting myself more, more of a bookkeeper uh, and, and payroll. So just doing the bookkeeping and the payroll and I worked alongside uh, accountants back in the day when I first started I think just because due to my inexperience of being a business owner it was a business owner thing that I lacked experience in so I think just to gather a bit of momentum I just sort of took it a little bit of a step back so I didn't do any management accounts I didn't do any year ends it was mainly just uh, bookkeeping uh, and payroll services and self-assessment tax returns in the beginning Fantastic. And so when did you actually start to then roll out the uh, the high level services? Was that a recent thing or did it happen over a number of years? I think um, I think that's that happened within the last five years uh, that that started. So I created my limited company right from the beginning um, and I rebranded uh, about five years ago to mind your assets accounts because I wanted to be. I could see then I got a bit of experience in the accounting world and, and seeing other accountants and things like that. Um, and yeah, I didn't want to be known as just the same stereotypical, boring accountant. <laughs> um, and I wanted to stand out a bit more. So I think that at that point then, about five years ago, I rebranded, changed my business name, had a trading as business name that's a little bit quirky it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek but that's how i want to be and i want it to be approachable for clients and it, it does definitely work started to get a bit obsessed with the purple so everybody knows that i love purple and that's part of my branding as well and that's an obvious effort that i've that i've done so people know that that that's my assets if they see my logo and they see me um but then that that's the time then i just literally did everything look i can do year-end accounts why am i letting somebody else do it i can just do it there's not that much more to it to finish it off if that makes sense than to uh to pass it over to somebody else i i want that revenue i want to be able to do all of it and offer that full service that full accounting mm -hmm. service 
Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so kind of um, moving on to the, uh, the the meat or the the heart of the session about you know how did you go about you know troubling the revenue fees over the last twelve months? I know you know we've been working together for for a little while now. So talk to me about you know before uh, before you kind of manage get these, get these successes. What were the challenges? What were the problems that you were facing, or what you just simply didn't know how to do? before you then started to make some changes and get the results that you have done. So what were you doing before? Winging it, <laughs> like I said. And, and we've had this conversation between ourselves and in the WhatsApp groups with the other people in the group, but just for everybody else watching, um, I price things as I thought was right. I didn't have any help with that. I was very, very, very naive. I wouldn't even talk to another accountant or another bookkeeper in any social media groups. If somebody friend requested me on LinkedIn or Facebook, there was an accountant that was an accountant. I was shocked. <laughs> Why do they want to talk to me? They're going to pinch my clients. They're going to copy me, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. So stupid. And that's one of the most daft things I've ever done. <laughs> but in the last few years, being in a group like yours and being with other other accountants has massively helped me massive massive in the last two years like since i've known you Reza, it's just totally changed and i'm not just saying this just because you're on here i'd said this to anybody anyway but having you as a coach and because you're an accountancy specific coach because i've had coaches in the past and they've worked they've been brilliant they've, uh, that's massively helped on my systems and and all stuff like that social media presence and things but by having an accountancy specific coach when you're an accountant is the best thing I've, that I've ever done in the 14 years because pe people around you have done things before you. Uh, they know what the pitfalls are. They know what not to do. And, and everybody's just so helpful with each other. And that's how I've then picked up the momentum and started thinking, hold on a minute, I need to do a bit more with my pricing here. Because I used to do letter of engagements, but manual letter of engagements, which is total time consuming. So in the last, I'd say in the last year and a half, 18 months i've massively spent time not so much money because everything's relatively inexpensive these days but time i've spent a lot of time in my systems working with you reza and and i've literally gone through every single pricing aspect in my firm like now i'm very very comfortable and it's not a pick a number out of the air type thing so pre previously i just used to fill companies just used to have one price and there was no logic to this it was just i thought it was an okay price <laughs> did a little bit of market research so it ends in a nine so it's got to be good and i just typically just used to charge everybody 269 pound a month no matter how big or small they were no matter how many transactions that client had no matter where they were from no matter what industry they were they were in and i thought that that was the okay thing to do but wow i was leaving money on the table left right and center <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, after working together on uh, on pricing, what talk to us about some of the results that you have got since. Massive eye opener. So I never used to sort of go back and do the uh, check in. Well, I never used to charge on transactions because I thought that's a right headache. I can never do that. How time consuming is that to just keep going back to somebody saying, oh, you've had a few more transactions this quarter, so I need to charge a bit more. But no, you need to do that. And the systems and things that you work with these days all give it to you anyway. It's not a case that you've got to sit down with your bank statements and add it up line by line manually. But yeah, so I was chucking money away. Sorry, Yorkshire. That's a chucking. That's a, a Yorkshire way. Throwing money away, uh, left, right and centre for stuff like that. But also 
I was doing work for people, but but weren't charging for it. I was just having like a generic, this is my fee, this covers everything basically. And I did it. I was adding, obviously I add value to my clients, but I wasn't adding value to me and my firm because like I always remember, Reza, you telling me, how can I scope for stuff like that? Like if, if a client's like turning over, I don't know, 500,000 pound and then in three months time, because he's had a, his, his industry's picked up, he's now turning over 1.5 million, but I've got nothing in my terms and conditions letter of engagement that says, right, as you grow, we grow with you. And that's that was like a massive eye opener for me. Massive. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I think you, you were well positioned to actually take advantage of the, you know, the the change that uh, this tech has allowed us to uh, to work much more closer with our, our clients than ever before. And given your practice background, uh, sorry, industry background and the fact that you have acted as, a, as an FC, NFD and other companies, you're yeah. well positioned to take on board that finance function of a business. You were already doing it. And then through the yeah. conversations we have and how to communicate your value, you then implement, you took action, you took the brochures, the virtual finance office brochure, and were able to communicate the value of what you do, uh, which is a massive opportunity for us at the moment because of what's happened over the pandemic and also tech enabling us to work with any client anywhere in the country to be able to deliver that uh, service of managing their finance function and much more cost effectively than them having to get hire in-house people. What are some of the monetary results that you have got since making those changes? So you went from charging just two, six, nine a month. What are some of the results that you've got in the last few months from actually now being able to communicate your value uh, a lot better? So exactly what you've just said. I actually had a client uh, that has got that got two two limited companies that we've been doing their accounts for for the last I'd say four years, and that soon as I was implementing the virtual finance uh, officer function uh, that you gave us the literature for, and I just literally had it done in my branding um, that that very morning. It, the timing couldn't have been well. It was perfect. Um, one of my clients saw get on really well with him he, he, he sent me an email that morning just basically saying thanks so much for everything you've done for us bev and your team but we're growing rapidly and we need somebody in house and i'm like no 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 you don't you don't <laughs> we can do that for you so just because i'd got that brochure ready i sent it to him fired it straight over to him said right let's have a zoom we had a zoom straight away uh i think the following day when he was available and, and he signed up instantly it was going to take on an in-house person but it was just a tiny little bit more uh, that he needed from us and we it's all virtual obviously I don't need to be sat in his office or anything like that so his businesses so I was charging the the standard 269 a month for him now one of those is um 800 pound a month and the other one is 1100 for not a lot more work and he's ecstatic because he's kept me because we had a very we've got a very good working relationship together he knows that I know his company's inside out he knows I know his accounting and yeah and he's paying me a lot less than it would do for him to get somebody in-house um we've also just took another client on that starts uh, in the new year uh and that's another virtual finance office function um service and that's uh, twenty four thousand a year that we've signed up for for us being their vfo which they're extremely happy with and once i met them sent them my uh, proposal they signed it within electronically signed it i think within about 15 minutes and find the direct debit and everything so, amazing yeah. amazing that VFO, the way oh i've just got i've just done a phrase vfo the way to go absolutely <laughs> <laughs> it is the way to go that's fantastic and you can see here 
you know, it's not just treble. That's more than treble. I mean, yeah. two nine a month. What's that? Just over sort of three and a half uh, uh, grand or so, whatever it is, coming to twenty four thousand. Right? It's a massive difference for, like you say, you're kind of already doing the work anyway. And I love seeing people like you, Bev, take action because you know I've been harping on about this for a while now. But this is the future. This is a huge opportunity for us accountants to actually stand up and do what we were trained to do. We're trained to do this stuff, but for far too long we have taken that recurring fee model and become complacent with it that we just got clients coming back to us year after year we do the year in accounts we're like, yeah thank you very much see you later yeah. but we've got to step up now and actually do what we were trained to do tech is helping with that the pandemic has helped with that it's just, there's a silver lining that we can work with any client anywhere and we can actually make a difference to these uh, clients lives because they need financial input. Small businesses need financial input, but they can't afford a financial director and a finance manager and a bookkeeper and an accounts payable and an accounts receivable person in-house. We can provide that full suite of services much more cost effectively and add real value to their lives. And by doing so, we can we can deliver it a lot more efficiently and we can take a share of that value we create, which, as you said, when we reframe the uh, solution, so it's no longer clients are no longer comparing to what they're previously paying their accountant for a year-end service they are now comparing us to or these are the conversations you should have and what brochures help you to do is to have the conversations like if you were to get this level of input in-house it's going to cost you 50 60 70 80 thousand pounds we can do it for twenty-five thousand. it's win 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 for you win for them so that's amazing um how do you actually you know so you're doing all this talk to us about the size of your team who does what what's systems do you have in place to actually deliver this service kind of on a, on a typical weekly basis? Okay, so there's currently four of us. I, I'm on the lookout for another person as well at the moment. Um, I'm still very much in the business, but I'm a little bit of a control freak. So, <laughs> so I like to be there at the heart and knowing what everyone's doing is up to. But going back on that, I do know what everybody's up to and where everybody's at because the systems that I've implemented um, like I said earlier, I spent a lot of time and effort in getting the job management system that we use and CRM um, really up to up to a, a scale that now I can't live without it. Am I allowed to say which one it is? Yeah, sure. Go yeah, ahead. all right. So, so everybody knows anyway that I'm Centre's <laughs> number one fan. So I'm I'm actually still waiting for the T-shirt. So they need to pull the finger out. But no, <laughs> I love 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 Centre. I, I did a lot of I looked at. A lot of the other ones when I first um, started and decided that Excel was no longer uh, suitable for, for my firm. But Centre for me is just brilliant. It's so flexible. I love how you can just adapt it to how you run your firm. So I know exactly who's doing what at any time, where, at what stage jobs are up to. Um, and like I said, I just can't live without it now. But I've done it in a way as well that all the softwares, they all synchronize with each, each other. I just don't want to be messing about doing manual things. Nobody should be messing about doing manual things. So we predominantly use QuickBooks. Uh, that's my preferred choice of uh, accounting software. We do use Xero as well, but I do prefer QuickBooks. We use Go Proposal for his um, proposals and letters of engagement. That all synchronizes with Go Cardless, synchronizes with QuickBooks. Uh, we use TaxFiler alongside that as well. So I've got quite a good stack of... Um, apps that all talk to each other and it, it's it's great you do really have to spend time to get it to that point but once you do it's it's brilliant fantastic and um and you do daily weekly bookkeeping for majority of your clients 
We do, yeah, yeah, which I know a lot of people think is crazy, but it's not. And if you're on it and you can just do daily bookkeeping, daily bookkeeping for us is just in, just consists consists of doing um, using Dex. I forgot to mention that as well. So Dex, so we get clients to upload their purchases to Dex. We every day have got a checklist and we just make sure we go through what they've updated in the last 24 hours. Uh, we just push it through, make sure everything's correct, and then we'll make sure that the bank feed's working and, and deal with the money's in and the money's out for that day. So it sounds a bit crazy that we do daily bookkeeping, but it's not a massive task because we've got it systemized. And then on a weekly basis, we're asking for missing stuff. So when we say to our clients, when our clients say, why, we, why should we work for you? Well, not only are we Yorkshire accountant of the year, um, but, <laughs> but um, you know, we always say that if you work with us, your, your accounts are up to date in real time, and we really mean that. So I can't say it if I don't mean it. So um, mm. that's how it, how it needs to be. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of accountants kind of, you know, uh, probably, well, I know they, they struggle with getting clients to uh, submit information to them electronically. Um, so still dealing with paper bags and scanning and stuff like that. What do you have to say to them? How do you get your clients to do what you tell them and send the information <laughs> to you via text every time? Well, I'm quite persuasive, Rezo. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if clients want to work with us, they, they if they've done research on us and seen that on social media, they'll know that we are really high up with all these systems. And they just, I know it sounds a bit harsh, but we just won't take them on if they're the big carry bag full of receipt clients. It's just, that's it's just not how we work anymore. We'll be too expensive anyway, because I just don't, I can't, can't be bothered getting the bags of receipts. First of all, unscrewing them because they'll be all screwed up in a little ball. Then you've got to mess about trying to get it in your scanner. Oh, no, 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 no. No, we don't work quite like that anymore. Sorry. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> we've got to work with how, we, how the systems that we've adapted uh, to work with us. Otherwise, you just it's, it's benefit to them as well. And you'll find because a lot of our clients are construction, some of them are a little bit, um, and not, how do I say this without sounding horrible? They're not very good with technology. But once we have our onboarding meeting with them and we show them exactly what to do on the mobile phone, they're like, oh, this is easy. Yeah, that's brilliant. And then so I think it's just that the help, the holding the hand and helping them, just showing them, right, this is how you do it. It's like literally three steps to it. And then that's it. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's easy. Yeah. So it's fine. Exactly. No, I love that. Actually, being really clear on who your clients are and knowing your internal systems. And that is the basis on which you take clients on. And it's no different to you know things that we buy from other service providers. You know, you go, you walk into to buy a coffee from Starbucks. You're not going to bring your own beans and say, "Yeah, I'm happy for you to use your machine, but you can use yeah. our beans." Or, "Yeah, use your beans, but I want you to uh, you know do, do the milk in a certain way." This is how you should do it. They know what they're doing. They've got their system. You go there, you pay with the service, and then you follow their system. And like you say, be really crystal clear on who it is that you're serving, and then take those clients on that are happy to work in the way that you dictate. Fantastic. And, and I'm glad, you know, the, the daily weekly bookkeeping is is really, really, it's, it's, it's a highly valuable service to clients because it gives you the opportunity to have regular touch points. So you're constantly yeah. talking to the client, you're asking them for information, which is a good thing because it helps your team to get more uh, closer to the client. It helps your team to pick up any, any questions they may have, any problems they may have. So the more touch points you have, the better. The more touch points we have with our clients, the more value we're providing, the more they feel that uh, you know they're getting value from us. The danger comes with that the year-end model is going to become more and more commoditized. So if you are just doing year-end uh, accounting, then sooner or later that is going to become uh, a very price-sensitive uh, um, 
area to be in. So we need to, to change tact and actually move towards that real-time uh, ongoing service to the clients throughout the course of the year. And you know a lot of these touch points, Reza, as well, they are in my centre as automatic emails, but how we word them, it's not. it won't come across to the clients as if it's an automatic email. Mm. It'll look like we've literally typed it out. So that's another thing that I definitely recommend to people to do. Don't make it so robotic. <laughs> definitely. No, absolutely. It's a good good tip there. Okay, any questions? Put them in the in the comments section of wherever you are listening. We have a I think Anne, your question was answered. I think you asked it straight as Bev was talking about it. Uh, what systems or apps do you use in your business? Uh, Ted has got a question here. You've mentioned a lot of different software solutions. How did you narrow down on the ones to go with? Do something better than others, therefore make it easier to choose? We use QuickBooks. Well, well done with QuickBooks. It's the best, in my opinion. <laughs> um, do you know what? I am one of those people that I like shiny new things. So if something comes on the market, I will have to have a look at it. But I'm also, I also know that my time is valuable. So I, I won't go with something just because everybody else is using it. Um, you know, like the big hoo-ha that Centre had when Iris bought it. Everybody, a lot of people just jumped ship straight away. Well, I didn't. I've stuck with it. And it's it's one of the best things I've ever done because it's brilliant. Um, but no, I think just having a play around with things. All these software, there's loads of softwares out there, isn't there? They all do the same thing. It's purely down to your personal preference. And you yourself have got to have a little play with the trials have a look around, see what's best suited for you in your practice. I'm quite a visual person, so that's why I quite like Centre, because it's very colourful and, and it's very organised and it's very um, sort of strict with the tasks and how it's set out and flexible that I can change it. So my advice is just, it's down to personal preference. Don't go with what other people are, are saying, because that might not be right for you in your practice. Have a play with them. Again, yeah, it's time consuming, but if you invest that time in the long run, it will definitely pay dividends. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I forgot to ask, actually, you, you don't use timesheets, do you, Bev? No. No. As if I could say yeah in front of you. <laughs> no, we don't, no. <laughs> okay, so I mean, the accountants uh, who, who do will be saying, well, how on earth can you can you manage your team without timesheets? What do you have to say to that? Well, my team are that brilliant. How we do, how we do things it's just all in center well in conjunction with center and our diaries we've got uh, our default diaries so we know exactly in our diaries what we've got to do each week the recurring tasks are all set up a lot of the stuff is linked to uh, center so i don't need to know how long they're spending on something because i already know because it, it's all there it's all Brilliant. there it's a new job uh, but I still, I still wouldn't do time i'd never i'd never price on time uh, it's always on value, not time. Definitely. Am I allowed to mention about the VAT return client as well at this point, just because we just mentioned that? Go for it. So I, I had a client that's come to me uh, a few months ago that he's a builder and his mate did his accounts, you know, dodgy Dave, the accountant down the pub. And he said to me that he knows he should have been back registered, but he hadn't got a clue about all that stuff because he just builds houses. So took him on. It should have been VAT registered five years ago. <laughs> so I'm now doing a five-year VAT return for it, one long five-year VAT return. But again, pricing, I didn't know how to do that. Did it on, Res has got another resource uh, on how to press project because that's like a project really, isn't it? It's a one-off thing to catch up. I normally, I think in my mind, I had about three, four grand I'd charge him to do five years. But actually going through step-by-step, step, 
seeing the value of what I'm going to be adding to this guy, like all those pressures and all the strains of him dealing with HMRC himself, and you definitely don't want dodgy Dave dealing with HMRC. Um, that came out over £11,000, and he signed up straight away and paid me immediately before I even started the work. So I never, ever charge on time. It's always value. Absolutely. Fantastic. And then how do you know you're making profit then? How do I know I'm making profit? Because uh, I do my KPIs like you tell us to. <laughs> <laughs> and your bank balance. <laughs> I'm in bank balance, yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Good stuff. Thank you so much for sharing that. Okay, what other questions do we have? Uh, here's one from Susan. So what software do you use to determine growth in a client so you can go back to them with a price increase? Um, so we use SIFT, S-Y-F-T. Uh, so we use SIF to do management accounts. We also use DEX as well. So between the two, uh, on a quarterly basis, I can see if there's been any increase in payroll numbers, if there's been any increases in turnover, and if there's been any increases in number of transactions that we're dealing with. Um, that's all part and parcel, parcel of our letter of engagement now that it gets reviewed. Uh, well, payroll gets reviewed every month. Uh, bookkeeping type activities uh, get reviewed every quarter. So, yeah, like I said earlier, I don't physically sit down with bank statements and add them up. It's all through the softwares that I use. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, software can save us so much time these days and, and help with integrating these systems to uh, to assist with the, uh, the the reprices with clients if there's been a change in, in scope or preference. Okay, here's a question from Ahmed for you. What was your biggest fear with repricing your clients and what was your biggest learning after you repriced your clients? Biggest fear that they're going to leave and that that revenue is lost, um, which again was a little bit silly because once you've built that relationship up with your clients, you start to become a trusted advisor and they trust what you're saying. We did have one client, again, the 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 magic £269 a month. This is another client uh, different to what I mentioned earlier. We he, he pays us about £700 a month now. And to be honest, he was like more or less begging me to tell me to tell him what we do because he he was a growing business and he 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 actually looked around at other accountants because I didn't tell him the value of what we were the other stuff that we could do at the time it was just like the compliance stuff so he said oh I've looked at somebody else and they charged this I think they were charging like 450 pound a month and these are what they do and I said no we can definitely do that for you this is before I started all my VFO stuff and things like that but um, so yeah, we still got that client today and we, he pays me about, I think seven, 800 pound a month. Um, but yeah, the clients actually want you to tell them about all the other stuff that you can do. They're not just bothered about a lot of the clients aren't just bothered about the VAT returns and the payroll. They want, they want management accounts. They want cash flow forecasts and things, but in my experience, they want you to tell them rather than them asking you. Um, so it's a bit scary at first doing that. But what I did for management account side of things as well, and I've not rolled this out to all my clients yet, I've just done it for a few for now, is SIFT, what I use, like I mentioned earlier, you pay a fixed fee per month, so it's not per client. Uh, and I just did some um, management accounts packs for, for those for some clients and just sent it to them saying, this is what we can do for you in the future. Uh, let me know if you like it. Sent Did it all on a Loom video, sent it to him. And about 75% of those came back saying, oh yeah, we'll have them every month or every quarter. But they didn't know about it until I showed them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We, we forget that really our, uh, you know, the, the treasury is just right 
in front of our eyes in terms yeah. of more business for our existing clients. It's so yeah. much easier to get existing uh, clients to pay you more for additional services than it is to go out and win new clients. Yeah, most of our attention and our money and our time is spent trying to win new clients, but we forget that actually we've got you know some some clients here that want additional service from us, that want additional value for us. So having those conversations can definitely yield fruits for you. Here's a question from Dave, I believe. What is it about QuickBooks that works better for you than ZeroDev? 100% agree, reuse what works better for your workflow, but why is QuickBooks specifically better? Well, let's hope nobody from Zero is watching. But <laughs> <laughs> again, I feel, and this is purely my personal opinion, uh, they all do the, pretty much the same thing, don't they? Zero, I think visually it's nicer. I think it's easier to use for for clients. Um, I think the support is better because I, I believe, hopefully, this is still the same. But you've got to email zero with your questions and support questions, and then they come back to you within twenty four hours. Whereas QuickBooks, you can pick the phone up and you can go on the web chat. Um, I just feel it's oh bank recs. I don't like the bank recs in zero. I like the bank recs in QuickBooks. Um, so again, it's just personal preference, but I just love QuickBooks. <laughs> Fantastic. Tim is asking, what are your KPIs, Beth? Same as yours, Tim. I copied you. No, I didn't really. So <laughs> some of the KPIs that I, that I, that I track uh, month on month are obviously my bank balance is a major one. Um, gross margins, uh, average fee per client. Uh, we also track job management stuff, like how many year ends we've finished in the month. We, we, all, we, we project these beforehand for the next few months ahead to make sure we're on track um because we're trying to get to it where we're getting the year ends done within three four months after the after the year ends finished uh, we're nearly there nearly nearly there um VAT returns we try and track those and make sure that they go out before the end of the month rather than them going into the seven days afterwards um there's quite a few more actually but i can't remember off the top of my head fantastic great to see that they're all kind of uh, outcome focused on what is important to clients so things like turnaround times and how fast we get things done is what we want to be tracking because uh we then link what we do to what clients actually want from us a question here from tej apart from reza's group obviously <laughs> what are the sources <laughs> sources courses seminars do you attend to ensure you're on top of the changes and future of the industry uh, well, obviously, Rezzers, uh, and if you're not in Rezzers group, and it's not paid me to say this, but you really need to be if you're not. A serious, I'm not even joking. It's been a life-changing experience being in Rezzers group. So you embarrassed me at the beginning. I'm doing it back to you now, Rezzers. But, you know, I'm in a mastermind group with Reza, and there's other accountants in there. We're all in the same boat. We all have the same questions, but in our mind, we feel a bit silly asking these questions because we think, surely we should know the answer to that. But everyone's the same and we're all comfortable and we help each other absolutely massively and i couldn't be without it uh reza also gives a lot of resources like the i just like the vat project and all the other stuff the vfo i wouldn't have been able to do that without all those i ain't got time to make a brochure up but it's already there ready for me to rebrand and stuff uh, but other stuff um in center uh on my home page i've got the accounting i'm just on it now i've got the accounting uh web information it's called accounting news in there so that's always got up-to-date questions and stuff like that that's on accounting web so as i'm in center i can briefly see look at it and think oh that looks interesting click on it and it can take me there 
Um, I quite like other magazines and stuff that come out, like the AAT magazine. So I'm registered with AAT. Uh, their magazines and online information are absolutely brilliant. Um, so I, I attend as many, many webinars as I can um, that, that interest me and, and obviously like the latest budget information and stuff like that. So I'm registered a lot with like Iris and things like that. So when they come along, HMRC as well, and when they come along, I'll, I'll register and watch those, whether it be live or, or replay. But I do try and keep on top of stuff as much as possible. Brilliant. Thank you for sharing that, Bev. Okay, I don't think there are any more questions, but just to finish off with then, Bev, a few uh, kind of quick fire questions for me. What uh, what advice would you give to your younger self? What, what, sorry, you could tell them. What advice would I give to my What advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, find you sooner. <laughs> Don't wing your pricing like I did. Like like I said, you can't go backwards. And I did what I did at the time because I thought it was right because I didn't know any any better. Uh, but yeah, focus on your pricing. Please don't, don't think, oh, that's too expensive. They'll never pay that. They definitely will if you show the value to it. Because I've done that many times where price something up and thought, that's, oh, they're never going to pay that. And they actually do when you when you break it down and you, and you explain the value of it. Um, definitely don't do it alone. Don't be naive like me and think you can't be friends with other accountants because that's the most craziest thing I've ever done, <laughs> honestly. So yeah, get get a coach, uh, accountancy specific if you're an accountant or bookkeeper. Don't wing your pricing. Spend time and effort on it. Your systems, and you'll be fine. <laughs> fantastic okay last question we'll take from Ted again how many people do you have in your practice Bev and how much time are you spending doing client work managing the team business development practice development well that's a big question isn't it <laughs> <laughs> so there's currently four of us I'm waiting to get another one at the moment uh, my fifth person um how much time do I spend doing client work and like I said earlier I am still very much in the business at the minute but that's because I like it <laughs> Uh, and I am still, even though I've been going 14 years, I'm, I still feel that I am developing my business and, and I know exactly where I want to get to, um, but I need to be in it and working on it at this time to get to where I want to be. Uh, managing the team, I've got a really good team. They don't really need managing because of the systems I've got in place. Uh, business development, I spend a lot of time on that as well mainly being in Reza's group and looking at all the resources and, and attending all these webinars. One thing I do do, and I know Reza will, will agree with me, is that I do, like I said at the beginning, I do take action. There's no point me being in a group and somebody telling me, advising me on what to do and then don't do it because it just won't work if you don't do it. So I always, always take action from every single webinar that I attend at Reza's. Uh, and the practice development, yeah, and processes, they all sort of go hand in hand with all the business development really. Brilliant. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Bev. I think we're out of uh, time now. But uh, yeah, if you have any questions and you're listening to this on replay, feel free to put them in the in the comments. And uh, I'm sure when Bev has a minute, she'll be kind enough to answer because she's quite active on LinkedIn. So if you're not already following Bev, follow her. Uh, if you're not already in our in our great free uh, Facebook group, Transform Your Profits or Accountants, jump in there. It'll be great to have you on. But otherwise, Bev, thank you so much. It's been a real honor and pleasure to have you here and to have been working with you and seeing the successes that you've had over the past 12 months. So keep it going, keep inspiring, keep sharing. And uh, no doubt if you're listening, you've got some value from today, let us know in the comments, uh, you know, your one big takeaway was, 
and um, yeah, just take on board what Bev has done, listen to her advice. And I'm sure if uh, you are in a position that she was a few years ago, you'll be able to get the same results that she has in a very in much shorter space of time. Have a listen to her because she's gone before you. So take care, everyone. Thank you so much for coming today and listening. And I'll see you on the next session. Take care. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Wow, wasn't that great? Did you not just enjoy that? Bev is fantastic. Bev has achieved some fantastic things, as you heard on uh, on that session. If you would like to get the kind of results that Bev has, uh, we've been working together for a year now, then feel free to reach out to me. Go on to my website to see the mentoring and coaching programs that I have for accountants at resohuda.com. And uh, come and join the community because it's really a great place for having a support network because it's lonely being in business, uh, being an accountant, not having anyone to bounce ideas off, to bring your questions. The community is full of 100 other accounting firm owners just like you, working together, sharing best practices, sharing problems, problems shared as a problem solved, as they say. We've got a great WhatsApp group going. I deliver regular deep dive training in the monthly sessions, and you get templates and resources, the likes of which Bev has used to go on to win recurring fees of nearly 24, of over 24,000 pounds multiple times, and one-off projects as well that she talked about. So if you would like a taste of the kind of successes that Bev is getting, then do feel free to get in touch. I would love to hear from you. Otherwise, I hope you got some takeaways from it and you will go away and implement those in your firm to build that profitable, successful and impactful accounting firm that you deserve. Take care and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening. For more free content, videos, and resources, visit www.rezahuda.com. And if you haven't already, come and join the community in our Transform Your Profits Facebook group, where we support each other to build more successful, profitable, and impactful accounting firms.